Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm Dietrich. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. That's the energy. That's excitement right there. <laughs> right? <laughs> Welcome back, folks. Uh, so this is Choice Tracks. If you've never joined us before, we have a side A and a side B. Um, side A is where we have a theme and we each pick our own choice track for that. And then uh, side B is where we do a full album uh, review that one of us picked. Um, so let's go ahead and drop that needle on side A. Woo! <laughs> so um, this week is uh, my theme pick. Um, and so the theme pick I picked was <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a fun tongue twister, right? Uh the uh, one I picked is power ballads. So I uh, <laughs> did uh, rock power ballads. Um, now, for me, I'm, I'm just going to call it out there. Like, what, what defines a rock power ballad is if when you're listening to the song and, and you know, you get to the real rock part and you want to throw your hand out in the air, you want to capture that lightning in your hand, and then you want to pull it into your heart because it hurts so much. <laughs> That's the power ballad. There's the power and there's the ballad. And you pull it down into, yeah, no? <laughs> That's the, the thunder and the love of a I, power I get ballad. it. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> We're going to get sued by Marvel. <laughs> the, <laughs> the thunder and love, not love and thunder. See, I reversed uh, okay. it. See? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like so, a very powerful love. Yeah. <laughs> very powerful love. But, but that's what, to me, that is what defines a power ballad. If you can't do that hand motion during the song, it's not a power ballad because that's how you, you got to sing the song. You got to be like, yeah, and then pull down and then yeah then you know you can do the handout that way you know but I'm yeah sure listeners can see you <laughs> right <laughs> so i got you so i picked and i did listen to quite a few songs and then the, the song i ended up picking um i mean there's a lot of great power ballads i'm just gonna admit like i could pick like 20 of them <laughs> but i settled on one uh the song i actually picked was alone and the version i picked was by heart Um, it was on their uh, ninth studio album called Bad Animals, came out in uh, 1987. Um, and yeah, this is iconic power ballad. Uh, Alone was actually, this was actually a cover song. Um, so the song itself was originally written in 1983. And so um, the original version was done by... Uh, Billy Stanberg and Kelly and then done uh, by I guess on a TV show called Dreams for CBS but then the heart version was the one that was kind of got the hit the most charts and so um, but yeah it's just an awesome rock song about how you know I I (laughs) I, you know, it's, I don't know. I, I'm drawing a blank exactly as to what the theme is behind the song, but I did listen to it several times. But yeah, it's, it's an awesome song that just, you feel the love, that you want the love and you're reaching out for it. So, but yeah. No. <laughs> I, I love Heart. This is, this is probably like when I was growing up, rock, I think rock ballads or power ballads, like they always got me. And I was like really young. So I'm talking like, you know, like third, fourth, fifth grade. When you, you know, when you first start realizing, oh, girls exist. Uh, okay. Um, and yeah, Heart was always on the radio. And yeah, the, I mean, I was like in love with these women. Like, <laughs> 
as a kid, I was like, whoa. I mean, their voices, you know, you just can't. You can't replicate that shit. Um, so operatic, just like in your face. Awesome. Sounds great. Yeah, I never got to see them on stage. Uh, my wife did. But um, yeah, this is a great song. I think it's like, it's about like trying to like confront somebody to let them know you love them or that you feel the love for them. But you don't know how to do it. And it's just like, what's life like without you? There's so many things going on. <laughs> Right, <laughs> and it was—it's probably different for everybody. You know, a lot of these rock ballads. You know, I think they're all up to your own interpretation. Like a lot of songs, a lot of music. But yeah, I—I I had the hots for heart big time. These checks were like awesome. So anyway, that's my two cents. <laughs> you heart heart. <laughs> I heart heart. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah. So, what did yeah. you th- think? So, what did I think? Are you looking at me? <laughs> yes, I'm looking at you. You looking at me? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. No, you, I. Yes. I mean, it's it's a good, it's a great song, and I think you know by definition of what a power ballad is, uh, it definitely fits the criteria for sure. Um, yeah, it's 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 a phenomenal song, and I like Heart. Uh, Heart has so many great great songs, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is one of them. And uh, like I said, it it definitely fits the bill and uh they're 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 great musicians uh great vocals uh yeah just yeah i mean i don't know what else to say but yeah i mean it definitely is one of the one of the better power ballads and uh you know like it's a song that you've heard even if you think you haven't heard of heart you probably have heard this song right um at least in our age group for sure so uh but yeah it's a great great choice good song uh you did well tosh (laughs) thank you thank you yeah (laughs) carrying on that torch of female empowerment gotta let you bro (laughs) (laughs) so uh i could never figure out which one i thought was hotter all because they always wore the big jackets and the big hair and covered their bodies up pretty well. Um, for the most part, whenever, you know, they did a the little spins like we used to do, I was like, okay, I, I, I can definitely see a body there. Um, you know, this is definitely during my rock perverse stage when I was looking at all female rockers, like they were the best thing since sliced bread. But when you get to the actual meat and potatoes of the song itself, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely a power ballad. It's definitely love. Um, it's, it's, you know, they definitely brought the vocals along with the, 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 the guitars and like it's rock all the way. Like you can't confuse that with any other style of music. Like you, you know what that is as soon as it comes on and you definitely heard it in your lifetime. We even in passing, like you might have heard it in the elevator or, or playing in the grocery store and you didn't quite realize what it was. Now you need to know exactly what you're listening to. And they have a whole slew of songs like this. So it's just the fact of you picked this one it was a pretty good pick. I'm not going to give it the best pick in the world because it's coming from you. But you know, for the most part, I, I could dig it. I could, I could definitely dig it. So hats out to you, man. It was, it was, a, it was a good choice. Good oh, choice, Chuck. Thank you. So, all right. So we're ready. Go, go to the next one. So, um, Diedrich, what did you have? So, uh, my pick, I don't know, it's kind of weird because I picked a song that I knew, like, was definitely going to tug at some heartstrings. Um, you know, it's all about a breakup. He essentially, um, him and the band members wrote it for a particular female that he was dating at the time, Terry Lewis, and kind of, 
it was dealing with the aftermath of, of breaking up and, and the song itself has, you know, it's that undertone of it of, yeah, there's, there's a broken heart right here and we're just trying to, trying to figure out how to mend it as much as possible. Um, so we're going to do it with booze and groupies. Um, so that's <laughs> essentially how it came about, but, um, this not only, turned out to be like group's biggest song but also this made on um, the lead singer's career um, moving forward where he got his own reality show and everything was based off of you know pretty much him singing these songs to these couple of 15 groupies that wind up you know trying to buy for his love on the show so I'm talking about none other than Brett Michaels talking about none other than um, Poison Every Rose Has a Thorn but I guess that's why they say Every Rose has its thing. Just like so that, that's my my power ballad pick when it comes to to hard rock and, and heavy rock and when I say heavy I'm not talking about heavy like as far as the guitars go I'm talking about heavy as far as the feeling and how it makes you feel when you hear it so talking on the heart strings a little bit what do y'all think about that? Well, I mean, you know, right away when you think of power ballads and we had to pick a song, this is one that immediately comes to mind every time. I mean, this is definitely, you know, one of the great metal power ballads uh, for sure. You know, like it's always going to be top of the list. I think if you look at any list, people are going to bring that one. It'll come right to mind for everybody. Uh, and for good reason. I mean, it's it's a killer song. Um, you know, like I don't know if I'm like I'm not the biggest Poison fan, but. But I mean, I can definitely get down with this song for sure, you know. Um, so, yeah, I know this again, this def- defines what a power ballad is. Like if someone goes, what's a power ballad? You know, and I'll be like, listen to Every Rose Has Its Thorn, because that is that's that's what it's all about when you think of a power ballad song. So, yeah, no, great choice. Uh, yeah, perfect, perfect choice track for for the theme. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked it too uh, for the theme. It, it's a little bit on the slower side of a power ballad because some of some of the power ballads are, are a lot quicker. But this, I mean, it, I, this meets the criteria. But it's it's one of the slower power ballads. But it definitely leans more towards the ballad part than power. But it has the power there when it needs it, and you're like, it, it comes in for sure. So, uh, but yeah, I liked it a lot. And yeah, it's it's one of those where like pretty much everybody knows all the lyrics to this song like you again karaoke you go to karaoke you're gonna get the crowd singing with this one because <laughs> they're gonna know that the whole chorus part at least so but yeah for sure and the tone is so much that you you probably can't mess it up no matter how drunk you get right exactly <laughs> yeah like it makes it makes the average person sound like a pretty good singer as long as they don't like really screw up the octaves everything should come in like right. as long as you sing along you're good right it, as long as you don't try and vibrato on it and just street it, sing it straight then you'll be fine yeah <laughs> so. yeah you'd be completely fucked up just like oh <laughs> There's one part that's like, yeah, everybody will get the verse, the main verse, and they're like, it's like the said, playing on the radio, and then he's like, that'd be me in karaoke. <laughs> Does anybody think that the album cover that open up and say ah is fucking crazy? It looks it looks like the play cats a little bit. And then like Gene Simmons tongue coming out. 
Um, yeah, I watched The Rock of Love. That was pretty good. Yeah. And then I learned he had diabetes. And it was kind of crazy. And he had two seasons. Yeah. I, I only glued to that show. I don't know why. Probably because at the time, we didn't have like, all the cool shit to watch that we do now. <laughs> I don't know if we have more cool shit or whatever. But yeah, that's a good one, man. Uh, I used to hear this and think about who my next girlfriend was going to be because I never had a girlfriend you know when growing up when I was a kid I was just like dreaming about women so so I'm like this came out and be like oh right who am I going to get a rose for mm. yeah. hopefully it doesn't have thorns in it <laughs> And the crazy thing, he had two seasons. He didn't find love in the first season. <laughs> like he, he had to have two seasons of Rockola. Yeah, how did he, he was real picky, though. I, <laughs> like, I, all I know is he had that one chick, what's her name, Brittiana, 187 or whatever. <laughs> they got all the tattoos on, on her body. It was always showing a bush in the pictures. I was like, damn, she's bad. Like, yeah, yeah. She, she got the body morphed just to be on that show. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm sure he probably dated all of them. And then oh, for the fuck. show, he had to pick one. But then he's like, I can't pick any of them. No, he fucked them all. He, he, he definitely <laughs> got, got down and dirty with every single one of them. You know? yeah. uh, all you could think of was, okay, you got Mono and Herpes flying around that damn tour bus. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, ladies, I got to go take my insulin. I'll be right back. And he just ditches them all. That's the end of that show. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, back in the day, yeah, I think he's always been a player. Maybe not. I don't know. Good guy. Good guy. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I liked it. It was a good pick. So cool. we're just going to keep on rolling along. So. Uh, Brandon, what did you have? Yeah, so I wanted, I was trying to find like the perfect power ballad and it was hard. I, I, I looked at a lot of lists. I even consulted one of my buddies who's a big fan of power ballads, he even built a playlist for me. Uh, and of course I knew the songs and I still was having a hard time trying to pick one. Um, I almost went with a different song, but I'll probably have to save that for a different episode, a different theme. Um, but the one I ultimately went with was actually one of my favorite bands growing up. Uh, and that was uh, the band Guns N' Roses. And the song was Patience. Said woman, take it slow, it'll work itself out fine. Um, so this song came from their second album called GNR Lies. Uh, it was released as a single in April 1989. Um, the song had three acoustic, three acoustic guitars. It was recorded in a single session. The song might have been about Axl Rose's ex-wife. It might have been about Izzy Stradlin's uh, ex-girlfriend. There's so many different stories. Irregardless, it doesn't matter um, who it was about. It's a hell of a song. Um, the, the lyrics are great. Axel's voice is phenomenal. Those acoustic guitars are, are fantastic. And I love the friggin' buildup, man. It earns that last minute and a half in that song, too. Like, when it gets really instrumental and then Axel's voice changes. Oh, man, I just... Oh, dude, so cool. Um, but yeah, man, I, he was... Like, Guns N' Roses was definitely one of my favorites. And... Um, when I was when I was a kid in my I, I don't know if I mentioned this before on the podcast, but for the longest time in my my bedroom, I had like two posters 
and forever. And one was Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And then the other was an Appetite for Destruction poster. Those were on my walls for probably like 10 years, man. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I love Guns N' Roses. I love this song. This is a power ballad. It may not be as loud as some other ones or, you know, doesn't have that, that rock to it, but it is totally a ballad. It is totally a power ballad by one of the greatest, uh, bands ever, man. Guns N' Roses, dude. And, uh, yeah. What do you guys think? I think this is the quintessential power ballad. I think just because it's Guns N' Roses, they can sing fucking ABCs. <laughs> and I would still <laughs> listen to it and love it. Um, you know, Axel, as temperamental as he was, he was a rocker all the way through. And the fact that this song, when you picked it, I, I automatically knew the song and knew where it was going and knew how your thought process rolled into that song. I'm like, yeah, that's Brandon all damn day. I love it. That's a great pick. That was an awesome pick. I almost was going to come back at you, at you and be like, no, you're supposed to pick November Rain. But no, 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 no. We screw all that. Patience is a perfect pick. That was a great, great song choice, bro. Great choice track. Awesome. Feels like, yeah, I've heard I've heard Guns N' Roses on this uh, podcast before. I think Taj picked something right. off of the Use Your Illusions album. Right. Uh, and I, I, I definitely like Guns N' Roses. Like, I remember early 90s, they were always on MTV. And I was just thinking, man, if I could just be like these guys. But then I was like, wow, is, but is he, like, doing drugs? Like, how do I get there? Yeah. Um, drugs. Yeah. So, and I wasn't. That's the road to all rock stardom. So, <laughs> I never quite got to be as cool as them but uh yeah i really liked the videos and stuff and like his voice is really cool i always try to do his voice i was like oh man i wish i could be him slash was my favorite guitarist mm-hmm. i mean he was like just badass mm-hmm. he could just be he's just smoking cigarettes you know makes that cool and then, you know hair in the face looks like cousin it a little bit but you know it was cool yeah, I like the song. It's definitely a slow, slow power ballad. <laughs> yeah. But it's they really... got flash on a, on a, what is it, a tax commercial or something. It's like, the choice is as easy as this. And he starts playing. Like, stop. Yeah. You're in. It's like, oh, man, cool. He looks exactly <laughs> the same. I'm like, yeah. You can read like really... immortality. Like, you just keep the same signature look. Like, it's crazy. Right? Yeah, he's really intellectual too. Like he looks, you can't tell what he's like, you know. But then he starts talking, and like it's like, oh, uh, you know, he just goes into whatever he's got to say. Really impressive, but uh, a total good. fucking enigma. I swear. <laughs> I know he's gonna. He's probably gonna be around for a long time. I hope. I can would. Yeah. No. I. Th- this totally was you, Brandon. Because like I was like listening to it, and I was like, man, I feel the ba- the ballad part. Like it's really there, and then it keeps going, and it's like. Because I, I can't, you can't expect with a power ballad for there to be like a rock solo, like a guitar solo, you know. And it's like Brandon sure knows how to pick a long song, but like it wasn't a rock solo, like it was just the ballad part. And then it's like, all right, where's the power? Where's the power? And then it's right there at the end. You're like, okay, all right, I see you. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna give you this much ballad and then this much power <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, like, (laughs) the song is, 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 it's not the longest song. I mean, I could have got November Rain. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's good. (laughs) Like, I I almost went with, like, November Rain. I almost went with Don't Cry. And then Mm. I'm like, no, we're doing patience. Like, I'm doing patience. 
Yeah, but, I mean, so there's so many videos. you could have done. Yeah, the videos for that November Rains is, uh, and then like Don't Cry. Yeah, yeah, the whole he's walking the streets at night. That's where he gets like fucking rocking. You know, he's there comes the power. I feel the power <laughs> yeah. now. Right, four is yeah. I mean, like what is this? But yeah. and every every time I hear the song, I mean, I've heard it so many times. But every time it gets to that end where there's that change in his octave, like I'm always thinking it's gonna happen sooner, but it doesn't. The instrumental still keeps going. I'm like, oh, okay, it's not yet. It's not yet. You know, and and then it hits I'm like hell yeah. So anyway. So. I'm glad you liked it, Tosh. Fucking Thank crazy, you. man. Yeah. I had to throw an explosive in there because, you know, it's just so cool. <laughs> so. So. Axel, right. call me. <laughs> what do you want him to call you? We got yeah, right. <laughs> I just want to tell you you're cool, man. He's going to take me down to the Paradise City. <laughs> So, anyway. all right. So, uh, Damon, what did you have? I, I picked a song based on uh, a movie called Wet Hot American Summer, and I really love the intro to that. <laughs> um, great movie, if anyone hasn't seen it. But uh, this is by, which is funny, it's kind of confusing, but Jefferson, I want to say Jefferson Airplane became okay. Jefferson Starship and then Starship. But Jefferson Starship is who did Jane in 1979. Um, so really good song that starts out like it has a build up and then it, it's kind of corny. It's kind of like it's corny, but it's cool. And I just I love I love the beginning, the intro to the song. <laughs> and I think it just makes me think of that movie and it just makes me think of funny stuff. And, you know, but also the, the, the power in it is like it's, it's heavy. It's kind of heavy, but it's like you can't take it serious, you know? <laughs> Um, but I just I love that corny shit. So that's that's where I went with it. I was like I love love a power ballad, but I can't take any of them serious. So I may as well go with one that's that's definitely been used in a comedy. So um, yeah, that's where I went with that. <laughs> and uh, there are some other really good songs on that on that that uh, Starship or Jefferson Starship had come out with. Um, but uh, that was my that was my power ballad pick. They had another one that was in the movie uh, Skeleton Twins. Um, I'll, I'll find that song in a second, but yeah, really good. So anyway, it's all good, man. I I this one was kind of like a switch up for me, uh, only because I could have I could have literally swore I pinged you as a white snake fan. <laughs> I oh, I could have gone so, there too. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally thought you were gonna go there with White Snake or Cheap Trick or something of that nature. It was just like so, like in your face. Yeah, it's the power ballot. Let's hit it. Um, half naked chick washing your car. Uh, pretty much, uh, yeah. you know, laying on top of it with the wind blowing and the, and the fog everywhere. Yeah, Suds that's everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. That's where I thought you were going with it. And then when you came up with this choice, I was like, okay, okay, that's cool. That's a good switch up. I I, I did not expect that and the song's quirky enough where I can see where you want to have fun with it. It's almost like it was made just for satire type situation. But right. yeah. it's still it's still got that rock, it's still got the ballad in it. It's everything is still there, um, in, in a place of where it's supposed to be. So yeah, it was a good pick, man. Good choice. So yeah, I for me, when I hear the song, it does exactly I think of what Hot American Summer immediately, just like you said <laughs> at the yeah. very beginning. That's right. all I think about when I hear that song now. And I then I start thinking about how hilarious the movie is. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, the song itself. So talking about the song, standalone, the song itself, like I really enjoy. 
enjoy it. It's it's very fun. It's it's fun to listen to. Um, it it is a song that I feel like teeters that line of is this actually a power ballad? Like I, there's so many definitions of power ballad, and there is sort of a ballad in it. But for me, I feel like it's it's more rock and roll than it is a power ballad. Um, but that's just my opinion. But one thing I did learn from doing all this research is everyone has an opinion and a thought on what they think a power ballad should be. Um, who am I to disagree? But just from all the power ballad songs that I listen to, and then I hear this one, I'm like, this is not like the others, you know? Um, so I, I see it more as like a classic rock song and not as much as a power ballad, but I, I get that there is a ballad in there, but it's just, there's something about the, the guitars and, and the, the beat that makes it not feel like a power ballad song for me. Um, but again, everyone has an opinion what a power ballad is. So I'm sure there's plenty of people on the internet right now who would be like, Oh no, that song is a power ballad. But just by my, my research and what have you, I don't think it quite qualifies, but I can see how it could qualify, you know? But anyway, the song itself, I love it. Right. I just, Maybe I pushed it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it definitely, like I said, it teeters, you know, it's, it's mean, on the, it's on the edge for sure. Uh, if this is a power ballad song, it definitely feels like it's on the edge when you're, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Whole, like the, the sound of it's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, but that's really what he's singing about, but he's singing about Jane, man. Jane, Jane. Um, I could have picked Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. That that was the song on the Skeleton Twins movie, which I thought yeah. was great. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. Yeah. I always think of uh, Mannequin. Mannequin. I, that's exactly yeah, what I'm going with. That's a good one, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so the song is great. It's just it's it's not quite the most power ballad of all the songs that we picked. <laughs> I need to I need to yeah maybe I need to get a better sense of power and that's why I said this was a good switch <laughs> up. Right, yeah, it was, it was teetering right on the edge. It's quirky enough. When you know it's about love and, and, and you know it's there, it's just you got to have a different ear to listen to it in order yeah. to pull it in. But right. but it actually rounded right. out everything we were talking about and we were doing. So it was like, okay, we, we hit all four corners of where we need to hit so it worked. If you can see someone's hair blown in the wind, that might be a power ballad. Wait, so, because I, I kind of felt like this was like a, a legit power ballad. I mean, mainly because it had the, it had, I want to say, one of the bigger guitar solos of the four. It, but I do admit that it, it starts at yeah. like zero to 60 in like three seconds. Like, and it doesn't let up on the gas pedal. Like, it just, <laughs> it just hits the floor and it keeps going. Like, it's like, you know, whereas the, yeah. the, the other ones, you kind of have that thunderclap. Like, you have that power come down into your hand, you know, to, yeah. to, so that you can continue the ballad. This one's just like, no, we're, we're driving straight down the This island. is like, I got two beers in the hand, you know, <laughs> right. double fisting beers. I'm just rocking out. <laughs> Campfire. Try not to burn myself up with my crazy hair. The, the song is definitely more power than it is ballad. For <laughs> right. sure. You know? That's for right. sure. There's a lot of power in this. Yeah. Right. It's like, I don't, yeah, that's true. The ballad, it's there, but it's like, you know, this is like, this is like, I, you know, I'm just, just having fun right now. I'm not really in love. I'm just having fun. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. So, but, but I, I liked it a lot for sure. So I was like, it's like, ooh, yeah. 
So. Yeah. Good song. For Good sure. song. I, for sure. I do enjoy it. And it will always be connected to Wet Hot American Summer uh, for me every time I hear it. That's, so. that, that is why I picked it. I, and yeah, that's why I said four, but yeah. That's, yeah, maybe that's maybe I was steered in the wrong direction slightly because I just love that movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Looks I like so very good. Yeah. Yeah. Swap over to side B. What do y'all guys think? Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, flip the, the record and yeah, drop that needle on side B. So, uh, yeah, um, Ty. <laughs> yes. You had something for us to listen to for this episode, <laughs> did you not? I did. I did. Why don't you tell us about this? <laughs> okay. So it it loosely goes with the theme. <laughs> loosely. Um, I picked the Everly Brothers. Um, now, specifically the album I picked, because I was mainly going for a group of songs, but specifically the album I picked was the very best of the Everly Brothers that came out in 1964. Now, so the Everly Brothers, um, they had a, they started in the 50s. Um, they had a career that went into the 60s, 70s, and then they kind of broke up, uh, or they had like solo careers in like the 70s, 80s, and then they kind of did a reunion, um, you know, up until the 2000s. And then, um, I'm not sure what, what ended their career there, but I mainly know them from like early 50s stuff because, Everly Brothers is one of those like early 50s that I grew up with. My dad would listen to them all the time. And all their songs are unique <laughs> and, and interesting. Um, you know, I mean, some of them are iconic, like Bye Bye Love. Um, I grew up hearing Bird Dog. I knew that song, like, because <laughs> that one would play a lot. Um, Kathy's Clown is always one that, like, it just pops out there because if you hear it, you're like, what is this song? Really? T-? I mean, it's, it's interesting because, like, it's a weird song about, like, hey, I'm not going to be her fool anymore. But you're like, you totally were her fool. I don't know. It's just, what's interesting is they have the ballad part, like, and it's early rock. And so you could almost imagine, like, if they were born, like, 20, 30 years later, these guys might have been doing power ballads. But it's just kind of interesting to kind of see, like, the early early rock version of, of ballads. And I guess the other thing I was kind of curious or wanted to bring up, I mean, I loved the I love most of their all their songs on here. Um, I will admit, uh, Ebony Eyes. I've never, I didn't hear until I listened to the album. Um, and uh, so sad to watch a good love go bad. But uh, those two, like I hadn't heard, but like all the other ones, like I knew. Um, but it's it's interesting with early. 50s rock because there's something about the that I like it but then I also wonder if it's a little dated not because of the music because but the mentality behind um how a man should be <laughs> in with love situations so it, the main example is like crying in the rain like I kind of get that, but I think, you know, society nowadays is kind of more forgiving of men crying, whereas back then in the 50s, like, nope, you don't cry. You go stand out in the rain shower and you cry. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't cry indoors at all, you know. Um, and I'm not sure if that's still true or, or not as true, but I was I was kind of interested in what you guys kind of thought of their Everly Brothers and kind of their, their ballads and stuff. So, <laughs> but yeah, I know that's a lot of stuff to throw at you guys. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> no one? All right, fine. Where to start? <laughs> Where to start? 
No, let somebody else start off. I'm, I'm on. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, just so we don't end the uh, podcast. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, the Everly Brothers are are cool. Uh, I I I have this like CD because my wife really liked Bye Bye Love, and that's that's mm. actually that that was my my definite pick. Gotcha. This album. Um, it's kind of like a dark, a little bit dark message. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's what's I think that's what's appealing about it too. And I think at the time, I mean, this this is like older music, and, and you know, Don and Phil are, are passed away since, but you know, they they left a legacy that was really cool. I think you know, like a it was like a kind of like a Nashville sound, right? Isn't that where this derives from, sort of, or is it? I'm not sure if the Nashville sound, but maybe. But I know they they did a lot of. I think they started like the Nashville kind of scene, like they were. If I saw here, it because it, they they kind of yeah they kind of grew Nashville and like they did it played on certain stages that turned into kind of Nashville becoming the the musical place that it is. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's like a twist on Nashville. It's like, but they I think they it definitely like started a thing and mm-hmm. i think that the the sound you know just with that piano and you've got like you know guitar piano and the, like the odd drumming timing and you know just really really different but like it's to me it's like it's like because you know it's so different and it's older music it's <laughs> to me it's more like laid laid back chill music oh, okay. maybe at the time it wasn't seen that way maybe they were like these guys are the new sensation and they're gonna be <laughs> rocking your houses and then like the parents were like you know petitioning against them and thinking they're gonna you know Satan worshippers or something but yeah. I don't think it was that bad but like you know uh, when, definitely different seen differently now of course you know right when I think that's why I like wake up little Susie it, th- that's probably my choice pick because that's the one I heard the most and that one is like that's such a unique story like <laughs> you know nobody's really had a story like that like hey we fall asleep and now we're in trouble when we didn't do even do anything <laughs> yeah like you could just be really innocent but then like you're you're fucked you know yeah exactly. so, doesn't matter <laughs> so exactly so comb your hair the wrong way <laughs> put in like detention or something so yeah and you know i i definitely know the everly brothers i mean especially when i start listening to uh to the album I'm like oh man they had so many hits didn't they <laughs> And, um, yeah, like, I, I don't know if I, like, put two and two together. Like, I knew the name for sure. I think maybe I got the Everly Brothers confused in my head with the Righteous Brothers for some reason. Because mm. I'm like, why is this song not on here? And I'm like, oh, that was the Righteous Brothers. Oh, I mean, like, but, Unchained uh, Mel- Melody or something? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I, think when he, I think when he first said <laughs> the album was Everly Brothers, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like Unchained Melody. I'm like, wait, no, that's right. Like, oh, yeah, I've heard that movie. Go. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but, yeah, no. I mean, I, I definitely enjoy it. I mean, there was, uh, yeah, a lot of songs that I, I knew. A few that maybe I've heard before. I mean, you know, there's a good possibility uh, in, like, 40-plus years on, on this planet. Like, I might have heard these songs at some point. But ones you've heard again and again. And, uh, and and you know, they're classics for a reason. There's a reason why they still get played and why they get used in movies and TV shows. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I did enjoy it. Like, it was, it was soothing to listen to and i don't mean that in a negative way at all like it was just soothing you know it was comfort um and and i like that you know like not everything needs to be hardcore or loud um you know not everything has to be 
like meaningful. Not saying that the <laughs> lyrics weren't meaningful, but you know, it's right. like, there wasn't like there wasn't like necessarily messages or agendas or something like. No, it's just a good old rock and roll song, you know. <laughs> And, uh, and I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Like, I mean, I, I'm curious to know if I know more Everly Brothers songs that aren't on this album. Cause if this was from 64, there has to be more, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like just looking on Spotify, but though what's funny is you go on Spotify and like the five most popular ones, almost all the songs are on this album. So, I know. You know, it, it, and these were the ones that I, knew like i said because these are the ones i mostly knew were the ones from the the 50s so that's why i specifically picked this one because like i i like i said i knew most of them so it's like yeah and i and i wanted to go with like like a deeper cut not like a big hit you know like i could easily do kathy's clown that was great bird dog was great but in all in all honesty it's it's a wake up little Susie. i just i just enjoy that song man it's just fun like it's just yeah, like it, it's definitely an earworm. It gets in your head, you know. You're like working on a computer and go wake up, little Susie, you know. So, anyway, uh, yeah, no, it's good choice. I'm glad you picked it. It was refreshing and uh, it, it was a nice palate cleanser from some of the stuff we've been listening to. Not like the other songs we've been listening to are bad, but it was just right. It was nice to go back and listen to you know pioneers for e- sure. E- exactly. So, so. Yeah. So it was good. It was good. Uh, thank you. It's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it for a second when I was when you first made the pick because I was I got caught up like Righteous Brothers like you were talking about as well. And I was like, wait, what's up? Bill? No, no. I started going through all the songs in my head of what I could possibly think of. And then all of them were wrong because I'm completely different and mixing them up with other <laughs> different artists and such of the time frame. So and this is what I was going to say about them. I, I think Everly Brothers as Road Trip Rock. And when I say that, it's because it is good, clean, wholesome type of vibe to it. Uh, you know, even though a couple of songs may have trying to have a deeper meaning, you, you really don't pay attention to that. You pay attention to, um, the guitar lick, the, the country twang and, and the guitar and how it comes in and, and definitely, you know, their style of singing. Um, and, and it's just, you know, I can see somebody cruising down the road in a, in a 50, 60 Studebaker, you know, with the wood panels and, and literally just vibing out to the music as they going down to go to the Grand Canyon or some shit. So, you know, in all honesty, you know, when, when I had to really focus in on what song I was going to pick, I'm actually not going to surprise y'all. We all said it. Wake up, little Susie. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the one that sticks in the damn brain. And it's also the first song that I heard from them. So, you know, that automatically triggered my memory as to, oh, yeah, I remember being a kid and, and, and listening to this, um, you know, down the road and not knowing where the hell I was hearing it from. But just remember that it was a nice little jingle and it stuck in the brain. And it's, it's infectious to the point where it's going to make me sick if I hear it like two more times. <laughs> it's to the point where I don't want to hear it anymore because it gets stuck in your shit like that. But in all honesty, I can dig it. So that would be my actual favorite cut uh, on this particular album that you chose. But yeah, they've got like a smorgasbord of songs you could listen to and like pinpoint yourself in your time frame, like where you were at when you heard that particular song and it takes you back and it's a good wholesome feeling like apple pie before you stick your dick in it so <laughs> yeah I'm, 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 I'm good 
So, yeah. Well, that was just a recipe for disaster. But uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I recommend that. Um, American bomb, man. American bomb. Did you say a re- it was a recipe? <laughs> there is a recipe out there called Dick Pie, and uh, I don't recommend it. But you know, um, so you had it. All right. No, no, I haven't had. But uh, <laughs> I think that the Beach Boys are definitely like the newer version of. I'm trying to change the subject from Dick Pie <laughs> uh, <laughs> to something closely related to the Everly Brothers because I don't think of them as that. But uh, um, yeah, like the Beach pie. Boys. They're like, the, yeah. what? <laughs> wait, what's that, teacher? I said they're warm apple pie, bro. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old American wholesome. Good old American wholesome apple pie. Uh, yeah, I can see that. But also, like, uh, the Beach Boys are, like, one of my favorite bands, and I think that they kind of, like, are almost like the more, like, modern version of Everly Brothers. I think they, they probably, like, well, you well, know, yeah. derived from them a little bit, you know? So, well, because maybe the you, Beatles, too. You, you have, t- you have this rock and then immediately coming out this is surfer rock because that's what comes you have the the bluegrass rock that's like early 50s and then like they they kind of go into the late 50s but then surfer rock comes out and takes over the scene it's like that old old elvis stuff too like where he was like doing a lot of that like slower more innocent music you know like this this is an innocent time everybody was just so innocent <laughs> no, it's just the music. No, the, just the music, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen really nice songs and they go home and smack their wife around a little bit, you know. <laughs> stick your dick in pie, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever you gotta do, man. It's America. <laughs> How dare we talk like this during Everly Brothers conversation? <laughs> right. I bet you got some pie around, don't you? Apple pie? Hot yes, apple it, pie. in the next room. <laughs> oh, well, I'm an actual pie. So. No. But, anyway. So did you, did you guys, I mean, Bird Dog is one of the ones that's like, like that one is like nothing like any of their other songs, but like, it's like what an interesting song. I'm did, trying, yeah. Well, I'm curious, maybe you said this at the beginning or maybe you didn't. Um, did they have equal shares singing or did one sing primarily more than the other? Oh, I don't know. Because it always seemed like it was the same voice. And then like Bird Dog's a good example where there's, a you know, moments where it's like a little bit deeper voice or like he'll say a word or two or like I think even on the Ebony Eyes, it's the same way. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure. I can I can look up who sang on, on Bird Dog. But yeah. Oh, it, no, I'm just I'm just curious, like if they had equal share with the vocals or if one was more of the lead singer. Oh, I got you. I would guess that one of them's but they, they were going for harmony. So I would think that either one could take the lead. Yeah. Since they were, I mean, because that was their main thing was having harmonies. That's yeah. What so. It seems like it was happening. And they, they also use like steel guitar. So that it has like really like cool sound. Yeah. Which I'm really a big fan of. That. But, um, never played steel guitar though. But, uh, yeah. yeah, like, I like that sound for sure. Yeah. No, but I mean, I really, I mean, I appreciate Bird Dog. I just can't figure out if he's being overly possessive or if it's like he's just being legit. Like, hey, this dude's just like, <laughs> he, he just he doesn't know to back off. <laughs> so he's not saying that he's doing anything to the guy. He's just calling him out for being a bird dog. So. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, no. Well, it, and it was <laughs> irregardless. It was a good choice, and it oh. was it was uh, it was it was pleasant. Yeah, and like to. you said, it, it was a palate cleanser. I was going for something different that I knew might not get covered, and like I said, you know, I figured it was something worthy of uh, you know that that wasn't like mainstream, super mainstream, but kind of mainstream. I don't know. I do feel though, and yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe we're all secretly big fans of Everly Brothers, but I do. <laughs> feel that only you Taj would have picked this as a choice album (laughs) agreed Agreed. (laughs) I can see Taj hanging with these guys yeah so uh, I, I I I can see him listening to a Kiss Pop version of this. <laughs> there needs to be a Kiss Pop version to these songs already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the voice got to be a little bit higher, man. You got to have a little bit higher twang to it. So. Have Chip Monks covered Everly Brothers? Oh man, I was exactly about to go there. Taj. I'm sure they have. Back in the '80s, at least, maybe. Taj. Probably, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> like they had to have done like "Bye Bye right. Love" or "Wake Up Little Susie." Let's see. Uh, it's okay. We don't. We don't have to have, use like dead silence to look up chipmunk songs <laughs> on this podcast. No, no, it's not even about the dead silence. It's the fact that he's actually searching <laughs> because we already know as soon as he finds it, he's gonna download it. He's gonna. <laughs> it. He's gonna come so, back. He's gonna make it a choice track. Actually, so, listeners, <laughs> listeners, while 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 we're waiting for this, um, I want. To talk a little bit about the uh, chipmunks. There was Alvin, there was Simon, <laughs> and there was Theodore. Mm-hmm. Taj, did you find it? I don't have any more to say. Wait, who's, the, uh, it, who's the who's the dad? Who's the guy that they did? Uh, Dave, 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 Dave. Yeah, Dave yeah. was a cool mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. No, actually, Dave was not a cool dude. Uh, Why wasn't Dave a cool dude? Because he always created Alvin. Yeah, <laughs> Alvin was the troublemaker, but all three of them got in trouble. <laughs> So if you're going to yell at one, yell at them all. You know what I'm saying? And, and Theodore, you know, it's like, hey, slapping all the fucking chipmunks. It's like, you little bastards. <laughs> that, was, that was the one I was always sure. worried about. You know, he was definitely the worrier. He definitely um, loved his food, but more so, you know, he kind of sat in the background of his two brothers, and I always felt sorry for him. See, Alvin wore red. Yes. Theodore wore blue. Or not mm-hmm. Theodore. Simon wore so, blue. Theodore Simon was green. Wore, Theodore, was, Theodore green. was green. All right, so it says <laughs> that they did Bye Bye Love, but they have Bye Bye Love by Ray Charles rather than the Everly Brothers. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. <laughs> so they tried to put a little soul in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take it from G to PG. Okay. I see, I, see I, I see a future Alvin and Chipmunks choice track. <laughs> Pick your favorite Ray Charles song. Alvin and Chipmunks. Bye bye. Alvin and Chipmunks choice track. Bye bye love. I kind of want to put a little spin on it. Like we didn't see the shit coming. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know who did Ray Charles better than Ray Charles? Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> I don't know if you'd be able to tell the difference between Elvin, Elvin and the Chipmunks, and then the Everly Brothers. They sound kind of the same. So, anyway. is that what we're talking about? Up three, three, four beats per minute. They are exactly the same. I could see, I could see that. Um, yeah, just don't, uh, don't buy any pies anytime soon. Dude, we were trying to cleanse. <laughs> we were trying to cleanse this podcast. I'm just talking about good diet, man. right at the very end. 
We're talking about I want to chill out, and then you come back to pies. Relate to eating well, you know, <laughs> listening to some good, wholesome Everly Brothers. Good yeah. Lord. So, uh, Brandon. Yeah. T- since we're about to leave Bandcamp, what's your album pick for next Oh, my week? goodness. <laughs> Man, how do I follow? Um, so, let me guess. Is it Nick Cave? <laughs> no. no, I wouldn't do a, a, a second Nick Cave, at least this early. Um, yeah, so. So, what? Chibettes, whatever they're Yeah. Yeah. So, I. Everly Sisters. Yeah. I I was set on going with this one album. I, and I, I, like, I have been planning on this for a couple weeks. And then I have gone down a rabbit hole with this one band. And I am obsessed with this band right now. And I thought, you too should be obsessed with this band. So I've changed my mind and I am going to go with an album. It's a self-titled debut album from 1970. And the band is called Fanny. Uh, yeah. So the album is called Fanny. The band is called Fanny. It's from 1970. It's a four, four women rock band, like four, like a rock band with four, four women. So yeah. Okay. Anyway. And two N's, right? F-A-N-N-Y. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay. there's there's a lot of history to the band, and I definitely want to share the information. But, uh, I mean, they're they're pioneers, for sure. And I really wanted to introduce you guys to the band, because, like I said, I'm obsessed with them right now, and uh, I cannot stop playing this album. That's how much I totally dig it. Uh, so, yeah, 1970, Fanny from the band Fanny. Okay. So I like it. Brandon's obsessed with Fanny. <laughs> I am obsessed with Fanny. <laughs> Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's something new. Sure. Yeah. It's something they named themselves Fanny after a butt. Well, it's a double entendre, right? Isn't that what that is? Yeah. We'll, we'll talk, a we'll woman talk named about Fanny. There's, a, there's lots of women named Fanny. Yeah. So, but I mean, this, this is Fanny. Oh, I, I feel yeah. like this is a band that needs to be rediscovered. Um, they they are incredible. So Fanny by Fanny, right? Fanny, Fanny, by, Fanny. Fanny by Fanny from 1970. Yep. Fanny. All right. Cool. All right. So. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up, folks. Uh, you can find us on choicetracks.com with a Z at the end. Or email us at choicechecks uh, at gmail.com. Again, with a Z at the end. Um, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. I'm Dietrich. Hey, Dietrich, uh, wake up. I, I can't Dietrich. do it like you, bro. I'm wake sorry. Up, Dietrich, <laughs> yeah. you need to wake up. I almost, I almost lost my damn voice doing that shit. So. Wake up, little Dietrich, as I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Little Dietrich. No, I don't want to be called little Dietrich. <laughs> Sounds like a child's book. <laughs> wake up, little Dietrich. <laughs> Why did the dinosaurs die away? Because you cut yourself. Nice. <laughs> Teacher, you got some fanny to listen we to. can't end it wholesomely can we no. no you know what i'm i'm done with this i'm gonna go out and pick up that needle but you keep spinning those choice tracks <sighs>